I haven't recorded a podcast with another human being in a long time, and I can barely keep track of myself, much less. So this is going to be an interesting experience. We are non-offering. Tony may or may not have to edit a lot of this. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. You may be wondering, this voice sucks. Where's that really nice, dulcet, sweet sound of Tony T? Well, Tony T is on assignment this week doing some important denominational things he is bishop tony t right guys yeah yes yeah you can talk we don't have to wait till have an to think for a second. we don't usually wait for an he's the right bishop I, he is the right that i'm so envious of tony's ability to be a bishop because that's not even an option in my denomination i think i've capped out at the reverend oh. is that is that like one one thing you do and then you're a reverend I had to take a bunch of classes and a test, and I got drilled by, like, nine other pastors in my denomination. That was a horrible day. And then we finished. So I have to sit through this 45-minute interview where I, I wrote this paper all about everything that I believed. And they have the paper, and there's these nine pastors, and they're just asking me questions like, mm-hmm. why would you say this? Why would you say this? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just... make me a pastor. And then we get done. And no jokes, my senior pastor, my boss, great guy, he was in the room with me. We finish. He's like, well, it could have gone a little better. Like, that's the first thing he said to me <laughs> no. after being totally distracted I and consumed. I, I, I was close to it, but then I passed it. It was great. Anyway, so Tony's not here, as yes. you probably have guessed. So my name is Scott Higa. I am the Christian nerd. I've been on the show numerous times, but never in the role of guest host. And when Tony sent me a text message, he said, actually, he sent me a text message. He said, hey, call me later. And so then I called him at like 10 o'clock on a Friday night. I texted him. If he texted me, I'm like, are you still awake? He's like, yeah. So I called him. It was 1 o'clock Florida time. It's like, hey, do you want to guest host my show? I'm like, sure. I want to guest host your show. God I bless. like Steven and Neff and Jackie and Lise Marie and Nick, even though Lise Marie's not here. So I said, yeah, totally. And I felt really honored that he would want me to do it because I've never let anybody else host my show because I'm <laughs> selfish and mean like that. So and, and your show is just you. So and my show is just me. But now I feel now I feel compelled to have Tony like just record an episode of my show and then post it. <laughs> so we'll see if he wants to do that. For, maybe he'll just do that for me every week, and I can not <laughs> have to not... record anything ever again. He'll be the Christian nerd. Yeah. Anyway, so my name's Scott Higa. I'm the Christian nerd. I've been on the show before, and so this is the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture have sweet two-player co-op, but not the kind. When you're playing Halo and somebody pushes X right before the match starts and you yell, who did it? Who did it? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Nope. Yes. No, I never played oh. Halo. Yes. I, never had I don't like first person no, shooters. Okay, I, re- I, re- I retract the statement. I have played Halo, but not enough to understand what you're talking about. I got, okay, I, so, I got just got. Thank you, Neff. So back before the internet, the internet was around, but we would have, you, you could hook up like four Xboxes and have 16 person Halo oh, and the match would be starting and be kind of goes like boop, boop, boop. And then you have the option push X and would stop the countdown and go back into the lobby. And so you have 16 high schoolers, because this is when I was a youth pastor, you have 15 high schoolers and me all sitting there, and then it's like, boop, boop, and it, it get, it's, it's like at 0.25, like almost to zero, and then some idiot student pushes X, like, yeah, see what I did? I'm like, I, see, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh. So, now, what so, does pushing X do? 
it, it goes just back. it stops the countdown and goes back, and so you have oh, to start. Oh yeah. no! See on PlayStation, it's, it's, that's it's, a circle button. No. It's an annoying like four second like boop boop boop, and if it goes through, it goes boop like a higher beep. Mm-hmm. But somebody would already press that. So that's not the kind of co-op we're talking about. We're talking about the nice co-op where you're sitting. It's like Contra co-op, not Super Mario Brothers, the new one on the Wii where you throw each other in the pit. Not that kind oh of co-op. Oh my gosh! I've done that to my sisters a couple times. And so. For the next couple minutes, that's what we do. You know, you t- Tony says that every single episode. For the next little bit, we're going to talk about these things. It's never a little That is bit. the biggest lie every single episode. It's never. I'll say probably for about the next 90 minutes, if things go well, we'll be talking about nerd culture and Christ culture. But I'm not doing it alone. Because along with me, not always, but always on this show, is a man who loves Back to the Future more than I love him. Just kidding. The great Steven Salisbury. Hi, Steven. Hello, Scott. Don't step on my low jacket. I'm sorry. You were in a harrowing car accident. Well, not harrowing, but I was in a car accident, and I think- Is your your car dead? It might be. I'm waiting for the results. Waiting for them to give me back the test results to find out if my car is totaled. Was Uh, it your fault? No. So, quick story of what happened. I don't even know if I should be saying this on the internet, but hopefully by the time this airs, everything will be copacetic. I was going down a road. There was a gentleman coming the opposite direction, and he decided to make a left turn into a neighborhood right in oh, front yeah. of me, and I hit him, and it wrecked my car and knocked the axle off of his big... <laughs> <laughs> you can't knocked, call him that, see? Cut! Knocked, Rewind it. Try and again. It, and it knocked the axle off of his big lifted Ford F-150, and... Wow. Uh, so we waited for like two and a half hours for the police to finally show up, and then they gave him a ticket, and he was mad, and the officer explained, yeah, you got to yield to traffic, bro. And uh, so as of right now- Two and a half hours for the cops to show up? Yeah, yeah. Florida Highway Patrol. Yeah, were, were there a lot of like alligator incursions that no, day or apparently, something? Apparently there are a lot of apparently there are a lot of car accidents. Wow. In Orlando, People don't yes. know how to drive in Florida, yeah. Scott. They really Did don't. Did it start it's, raining? Because that's what happens in no, California. It was not it raining. It rains- for 12 seconds, and then people just fly off the road. No, what it is is a bunch of people come to Florida and bring their bad driving habits, and then they create this weird mesh of Florida drivers that mm-hmm. are like it's all it's everyone else's terrible habits meshed into one area. It's pretty much they're only the in cyanide to the melting pot. Yes, basically. But yes, yeah, so I'm okay. The other driver is okay. Nobody was injured. Just our cars are just not drivable. So I may be on the on the lookout for a new vehicle, depending on what happens. What kind of car did you have? I had a 1996 Nissan Pathfinder. Wow, is yeah. that older than you? No, you're no. you're the older one. I'm glad you're okay, Stephen. I texted you when I saw that and said, "I'm glad you didn't die." And I was like, or I said, "I'm glad you're alive." One of those. No, two. I think you said, "I'm glad you're not dead." Oh yeah, and I said, that sounds much more. Like I said, me. "Me too," and you're like, "But you'd be with Jesus, and we'd all be suffering." I'm like, you know, that's true. So thank you for that. Not wrong. I'm glad I'm not suffering in that way right now. I'm only suffering by not being in the same room as you guys. Aww. Along with Stephen Salisbury is the first person I didn't know in real life that I gave my inter- my num- my phone number to on the internet, and I'm still pretty certain he's not catfishing me. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hi, Neff. I'm actually... <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm just kidding. Emotions <laughs> pulling off a mask in this audio medium. Yes. Are you, Neff? You know, I'm alive. <laughs> you know, like Steven. Neff has been my chauffeur since my car got wrecked. <laughs> I'm his... oh, so that's why you're not doing very well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 
I'm alive. <laughs> did you did you sign up for Uber just so you'd be able to charge Steven for it and have it as a tax write off? No, my, my car's too old for Uber. <laughs> he has a nice car, but I, I think the Uber you have to has to be like what five years, Nick? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Eight years. And mine is uh, really? eighteen years. Oh, what so, kind of car do you drive, Neff? I drive a car two- talk on the Nerdy Godcast. <laughs> I love car talk on NPR. The Nerdy Carcast. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a 2000 Toyota Avalon XL. In really good shape too. Toyota Avalon. Yeah. You a 65 year old player? What's up? <laughs> and it's champagne colored, so you know I'm old and I have hard Whoa. candies. He only drives around listening to Lowrider too. It's just oh. low rider. And then and then underneath the Lowrider song, you can hear. <laughs> Which is the sound of the bottom of my car bottoming out on the oh speed gosh. bumps. That sounds great. So, it, it were you in an great. accident this week, Neff? Or you, um, you're good? Just uh, my the only accident I had this week was when I accepted uh, the responsibility of driving Steven <laughs> <laughs> to and from work. Just the one that time does he sound. picked me uh, twice. Just one time so far. Well, he's taking me to work twice, picked me up twice. So thank you. Aww. I appreciate you. You're helping me pay my bills. Thank you. I was also there for him after his accident. Yeah, he so I was on my way to church when it happened, not trying to come back to this. So I, I was going to meet Tony. So after I got into the accident, I made sure the dude was okay. I texted Tony. I said, Hey, I just got into an accident. I'm not gonna be there. He's like, Are you okay? I'm like, Yes, but I'm shaking up. So he called me. And then our senior pastor came to because he was, I guess, about to leave the church. So he came to make sure I was okay. And so Neff, me and Neff were gonna go see a movie, like after my What movie? movie? Creed, Creed two. two? Oh, nice. Which we did eventually. We see. eventually saw it. We did not see it that night. So Neff texted me. He's like, are you here? Like, where are you? I'm like, I got into a car accident. I'm not going to be there. He's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm on this road. He's like, well, I'm coming to you. I'm like, it's okay. Pastor's here. <laughs> and then he didn't respond. I you know, he said, I care more about you to, to let you be there alone. I'm like, Neff, I'm okay. Pastor is <laughs> here. And then so he showed up. And then my pastor like, oh, Neff's here? Okay, I'm going to go get something to eat. And then my pastor okay, left. <laughs> So the Neff sat with me while we waited for the police. Well, you it's lucky for you that Creed stars Michael B. Jordan and not Idris Elba, because if it had been Idris Elba, or... Neff would be... Sorry, oh. Steven. Like, I can see bye. this movie. Oh, Pastor's got you. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing all right, Neff. And finally, well, not finally for this evening, but you know, right now, a girl who changes her hair color more often than I change my sheets, which would be <laughs> disgusting if she didn't change her hair color so often, Jackie freaking Wilson. I haven't changed my hair color in a while, Scott. How clean are your sheets? Well, we Scott, went camping like a week and a half ago. <laughs> so we had our house sitter here. So they're, they're at least a week and a half fresh. Okay. And Jackie, what kind of car do you drive? I drive <laughs> a 2009 Volkswagen Jetta. This is all nice. canon. We can make so, it canon. Nerd of God has canon. His name is Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson? Like Falcon. Because he zooms. Oh, okay. Why don't you tell me about your first car? My first car was a hot mess. <laughs> my first car was a 2001 Hyundai Sonata, and his name was Steve Rogers, and he was pre-serum Steve because he had a lot of problems. <laughs> so she and he got really thought through this, Kat, uh, Jackie. That's pretty crazy. He, he broke down at least once every couple months. He got months. beat up a lot, just like pre-serum oh my Steve God. Rogers. My poor baby. So she has a theme going on with her car Look names. A theme. Dead What's characters. your next car going to be named? I don't know. I have to find. I have to wait till I get my next. She's car. gonna. That's she's true. The, you can't name a car until you. you I'm you gonna get. make sure that she gets a car. It's gonna be a black car, but the right door, the right driver's it's silver. Side door, silver. She's gonna call it. Oh. Uh, uh, Bucky. Bucky. I would so do that. <laughs> oh my god. Put a big red star on it. Yes. How are you, Jackie? Have you been in a car accident and/or have to drive Stephen around this week? No, I have not had to do either of those things. I've just been busy with school, leading up with finals and general anxiety of. 
life and classes and whatnot. But God is good, so I'm good. I'm going to tell you something, Jackie, that nobody told me when I was in college. People will always tell you that you're going to miss it when it's over. That is a bald-faced lie. I have not missed school. I'm in so ready to move on, man. Since I've been out of it. Like I took on eight classes this semester, and that was a mistake. That is eight that is classes. A huge How are you alive? Jesus. I'm glad you're alive, Jackie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Only barely. I got one more week, so the jury's still well, out. But G- Jackie, if your if classes kill you, you'll be with Jesus, and we'll exactly. all be suffering. Exactly. Only suffering. Only suffering. You know, like the with suffering the it says in the Bible that you must endure. That's not the suffering Jesus <laughs> is talking about, Jackie. He didn't suffer. tell me to take eight classes. You gotta suffer by paying off Jackie's student loans. Um, actually, I don't have any right now, so hey, that's hey, good. Bless. Good for you. God is good. Pell Grant. What How much more school do you have, Jackie? So much more. <laughs> 12 years. At least two more years. Uh, the goal is to graduate next semester from uh, Valencia, which is getting my AA, and then I'll be transferring okay. somewhere else to get my bachelor's. This is going to be going to nice. a university in California. And I will not. That's out-of-state tuition. That ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Valencia, by the way, is a community I college. I can allow you to It's not a community residence. college it's anymore. A it's a regular it's college. A state college it's, now. it's a state college. Oh, it's a state college. Yeah, it's nice. a state college now. But it's not called Valencia State College. It's called this Valencia Val- College. Valencia College. This is great. I'm, I, great I enjoy talk. learning this all is... these small details about your life that nobody listening to cares, but I'm very excited <laughs> to learn the, the name of your school, Jackie. Sorry, listeners. Valencia, Valencia is the kind of school where like literally everybody goes there and nobody finishes. Like people, yeah, trying we, so we have, hard to. People will go there for a two-year degree and it'll take them about 12 years. Everybody I'm on year accepted. four. Yeah. That's okay. You'll get through it, Jackie. I will. I You're will. a lot further along in your te- schoolings than I am. I have mm-hmm. done zero college. That's okay. I have done three college. Three college. Plus, uh, I've done college. all my college and all my seminary, so I never have to go back to school again. So, Lucky can you explain you. something to me, Scott? What exactly yeah. is seminary? I just assume it's like Bible college. No, so Bible college. So there, there are Bible schools. I mean, you know, liberal Christian university. Like, not liberal. Liberal arts. Sorry. Let's not talk politics. That'll get south <laughs> real fast. Liberal Arts Christian University. So, I mean, I'm sure Liberty is one near you guys, right? That's a full-fledged, full-fledged university. Liberty sure. College, Liberty sure. University. Sure. sure. The yeah, closest like one to us is Southeastern University, and then our denomination okay, yeah. has one. It's called Lee University of Tennessee. Yeah. So those are like where you go, like you could go and get any sort of bachelor's degree that they offer. I'm sure they have some in ministry. Seminary is a great. It's graduate school. Gotcha. So oh, it's, okay. to get, oh. it's to get master's degrees gotcha. for theological education. So I went to Fuller Theological Seminary, which has a school of theology, a school of intercultural studies for people who want to be missionaries, and a school of psychology for people who want to go into um, the, the field of psychology. Gotcha. So mine was, yeah, so Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena. So I got my master's of divinity, which Ooh, is the nice. most that sounds like a cool, arrogant that's like a sounding cool. degree ever. Yeah, my name is Scott. I'm a, a master, master. Of degree, <laughs> divine master. You're like uh, you're like a Stephen Strange of the Christian world. Oh exactly. Gosh, that's great. You should like dye I, like I your hair gray, gray on hair the sides. To show it. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> and grow grow a grow a little. Kids will do uh, that to you. Goatee. I can't grow a goatee. I can't. So I can grow a beard. It doesn't look as good as Stephen's. But my wife won't kiss me. So I don't do it. That's a mood. Yeah, see, that's like on my list. Like, is it worth my, it? My future wife has to like a beard because this ain't yeah. going anywhere. Uh, maybe that's it, not is the is not having a beard worth it? So my wife kisses me enough. Yes, very, very much. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that I, now. But if if it's the girl that's supposed to marry, she's like shave your beard. Like, yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Whatever we, you say, honey. We'll do. I would at this point like to introduce the lovely Elise Marie, but she's not here, and I was sad so face. sad because. 
She's the one of you I know the least because she's the newest. The least Mari. The least Mari. The least Mari. Yeah, that's what she is tonight because she's not even here. And last but not least, making all the magic happen. I can't see him because he is behind the Skype camera. The one, the only, Nicholas Waldorf Astoria Sadler. Hello. Hi, Nick. Hi. How are you? Uh, Deep in the bowels of finals at the moment. Where do you go to school, Nick? I go to UCF. University of Central Florida, the Golden Knights, undefeated national yes. champions. Yes, Two years exactly. In a row. Two well, years now in a row. they're gold. They're, they're the regular Knights. They were the Golden Knights until 2007. Oh, wow. oh okay. So now they're just go Knights. They're golden because they're undefeated. Yes. And you're majoring in engineering, right, Nick? Yes, mechanical engineering. Oh, so your brain's really big. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you could say that. I mean, like as, as we're talking, I'm sitting here staring at a review sheet which has frequent frequency response functions and digital signal processing. Things that make my brain hurt. System identification. And Nick's like, and it's way more entertaining than you guys talking about what kind of cars you drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick, no. what kind of car do you drive? <laughs> well, I drive a 2010 Toyota Corolla. So you're the only oh, one that, that can is, Uber. That's very what's nice. The, uh, what's that's the, a nice what's the gas vehicle. mileage you get on that thing, bud? 30 to 32 <laughs> miles per gallon. How, many horse, how much horsepower? I think I get 185. What that's, kind of torque? Uh, this means nothing to me. What's don't, I don't know the specifics on what, the torque. What size tire? Two fifty, uh, no fifteen, sixteen. Neff, stop. So, yeah, something like that. Okay. <laughs> this segment brought to you by Pet Boys. <laughs> Does Cars like us, more. our listeners hate us. You get everything yeah. for less, right? Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So, uh, yeah, how sure. much longer do you have, Nick, until you graduate? Well, I I have one semester left. He's so close. What? <laughs> yeah. oh. Right there. See, fun fact. I'm assuming the reason why Elise Marie is not here is because she is finishing up school because she graduates next week. Yes. So she will be getting her. Does bachelor's. she also go to UCF? Yes. 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 So she'll be graduating from the university. Mm-hmm. I believe her degree is in psychology. I don't know for sure. It's something oh. to do with that. It's kind something of thing. like yeah. that. But she's about to graduate, so she's trying to make sure she doesn't. Die or kill somebody before it's Both over. good things. Yeah. Well, good. Well, this is a crew we're rolling with tonight. And so Tony has put me in charge graciously. He sent me the rundown of what we're supposed to talk about. And right now, it says we're supposed to tell people how to connect with us. How do they connect with us, Scott? Well, they can connect with the Nerd of Godcast across all the social media platforms Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Nerd of Godcast. There's a blog at nerdogodcast.com where sometimes people post stuff. You can send an email to the Nerdgodcast crew and perhaps get it read on air if it is fascinating and scintillating, nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. And if you really, really want to get on the show, call the Nerd of Godcast hotline at 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. Leave a voicemail and perhaps it will get played on the show. Because the people in the Nerd of Godcast want nothing more than to connect with you I always screw this up. I never know what it is. It's connect. Like, laugh with us. Connect with us. Laugh with us. Connect with us. Whimsical magical. animated gifts with you. Ah, whimsical. I never get it right. You can do your own thing, Scott. I'm filled with so magic let's talk and about the Let's talk about the, the animated whimsical gifts. Because every time I interact with one of you on social media, I feel compelled to use a gift. As you should. And yeah. I don't want to feel compelled <laughs> to use a gift, but I don't think I'm going to get a response or I don't think I'm going to get a like if I don't use a gif does that oh, make sense i like it, it. Does. I guess so i i basically use twitter because of this show and i use gifs because tony always talks about whimsical gifts so i feel like i have to add gifts to everything because it's part of the show and i'm part of the show for well, me, jackie has a twitter if, for this if, and puppies if i can yes. if i can have like the perfect gif to go with my tweet or my 
my response on a tweet. I feel like I've won the day. I like gifts. So I'll, That's a pretty low bar for a good day, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> but that means he's easy to please. That means every yeah. day is a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Like even the day that life. my car got hit, it was a pretty good day because I went to Wawa and got a salad afterwards. God for bless. free. Because I shared a gif of a car accident and it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't know what it is. Like I, I enjoy using gifts if I have the perfect gif in mind. Mm-hmm. But honestly, when I'm tweeting at you or Tony or the Nerd of Godcast, I'm like, oh, I better put a tweet or better put a gif in this tweet because if I don't, someone will get someone on the other side of the country who I've never met in real life is gonna get mad at me. I would never get mad at you, Scott. You don't have to use gifts. <laughs> well, I would. never is a strong word, Jackie. We've never met in real life. That's true. I'm very grating to most people I know, I think. <laughs> I'm a so I just had to get that out there. I'm happy for you to use gifts, but I just want to let you know that I feel compelled to use gifts, even though I don't really want to. You my do- problem is most most of my gifts are 30 Rock related. So if I can't find the right gif mm. from 30 Rock. I, I wish there were, whereas Nick, you're a mechanical engineer. Yes. Employ some software engineer people and make this happen. I want an invention where I think of a gift or I think of a scene from something and then immediately it gets transferred out of my brain into GIF form onto my phone. I think you can only do that if you're commander to data in Star Trek and you can connect your consciousness to the computer. See, how great would it be, though, if I was thinking, like, man, I want to say something about Android, and then I have an image of Data with the thing sticking out of his head and all that, and all the stuff transferring. Like, I thought about that, and now it's a GIF on my phone. That would be amazing. Nick, is that possible? I think we're still several years away from that because the ah. uh, only thing we can do that interfaces with the brain is, like, measure electric signals in your brain, not, uh. not specifically what you're thinking about. <laughs> Plus, it's going to be a couple hundred years before Dr. Noonien Singh creates the perfect android. That is true, though. Oh, nice. Goodness. I've, I've been on a... And we're, and, we're, and we're definitely a ways away from doing it wirelessly, right? I mean, the first thing that's going to happen is I'm going to have to stick something into my brain in order to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, okay. It'll be like Dang the Matrix. It. Oh, that all turned out well for everybody, Yeah. right? That sounds painful. That's where we are all painful. now. Plus, I would get created. Ignorance anyway, Stephen, you're going to say that you're on a Star Trek watching binge? Yes, I am. That's How's that going for you? Uh, it's much more enjoyable than it was in the first season. First season yeah, was it's, rough. It's pretty rough. Second get, season is kind of rough. Gotta but get not past the second bad. season though. I want so far the my two favorite episodes in season two. It was Measure of a Man with Data, which was fantastic. Great and, episode. And then the episode where uh, Riker becomes the first commander on a Klingon ship. That was a pretty oh, cool yeah, one. Oh yeah, that was a good Code one. of Honor, I think that one's Something called. Like that, yeah. Your yeah. knowledge of the next generation is astounding. Hey, hey Scott, did you ever watch Voyager? No, that's the one I haven't. I've watched every episode. Well, I haven't watched every episode of the original series, but I've watched every episode of Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and actually Enterprise. But I never got super into Voyager. Mm. That's that was Nick's the, favorite. That's that's my favorite. That was the first one that I've like ever like really watched. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I listen to this. I listen to a podcast that's called Random Trek where the host, Scott McNulty, just picks a random episode of Star Trek and then talks about it with somebody. And so we always ask people, what's your favorite series? And generally, the first series that you watch ends up being your favorite. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite is Next Generation because I, I watched it every day of my life when I was 11 and 12 because I didn't have any friends. So the crew of the Enterprise were my was my friend. And so... And I don't. I I think Deep Space Nine is probably a better series, but I like Next Generation more because it's the one that I watched. And yeah. I never watched Voyager. Deep Space I, Nine was good too. Deep Space Nine is great. It's great amazing. television. See, especially especially after uh, Worf comes on the show and they get all the writers from Next Generation. Yeah. 
it, it and then Minion just, War. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. See, I have a problem if if it's based off of your first Star Wars interaction. Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Nerd rage. <laughs> how, how, dare you first, how dare Star you? How dare you? Star Trek interaction. My first interaction was uh the was the sixth or eighth movie, Gen- Generations. Star Trek Generations. That's six. That was the number seven, the seventh movie. Seventh movie, yeah. of course, right in the middle, um, <laughs> where it's both crews. So, yeah. wh- what do I do from there? Um, well, help. it's mostly the Next Generation crew because there's only Kirk, Scotty, and Bones in like twelve minutes. So, you're, you're Next Generation Neff. Have you yeah. watched any Star Trek Neff? I'm Neff Generation. <laughs> 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 oh, Scott's laughing way too hard at that. Times, <laughs> but every time one pops up, I kind of enjoy it. I'm lying to myself. Do you Everybody want... watch Star Trek Generation. It's great. Okay. I still have to watch. I still. I've been told I need to finish the Next Generation first. Before, before what? Before I watch any of the Next Generation movies. That'd be helpful, but live your life, Stephen. Don't let people tell you what to do. But which one? I gotta which, do it in order. Which one is the best? The best what? The best. The best one. Series, movie, captain, but anything. My favorite series is the Next Generation. My favorite movie is the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, oh. that, I would I have to agree with that. But I also have never watched any of the other series all the way through. I've tried with the original series, but it's rough. Yeah, sixties television is weird because, like, right now if it were sixties television, Neff and Steven, they'd be all you know like brightly lit and everything. Then it'd pan over to Jackie and it'd be all like soft focus, and she'd be glowing. I mean, I am glowing. So you are. Cause she's pregnant. <laughs> nope. 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 Definitely not. Nope. 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 Women don't glow unless they're pregnant. Mm. Or, or they're lit properly. All right. Or they're. Are you properly lit, Jackie? I think oh. so. Is <laughs> Liddy in this podcast? I'm lit. Anyway, so <laughs> connect with the Nerd of Godcast. You can also follow me at Skytika <laughs> or at Christian underscore Nerd. Go to website, ChristianNerd.com. That Whatever. music has been repeating for 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> As we said, this is going to get off the rails. All right, so this is gonna be fun. now in my rundown, it says free time. It says chat, talk, shoot the breeze, host discretion. And since I'm his host, it is my discretion. I think we shot Basically that what we just did. I was going to say, we just did that, didn't we? No, last time was connect with us. And then Stephen brought up Star Trek. But then it devolved right, so, into this. Consider the breeze shot. Devolution, <laughs> de-evolution is the name of any podcast I host. All right, so real quick. Not real quick, because it's going to talk. I just lied. Nothing's like, ever quick here. <laughs> ever real quick. All right, did you guys watch the new Captain Marvel trailer last I night? I actually haven't on a Tuesday. seen it yet. Oh, Jackie, can, we, can, we, you know, can you watch it right now? I mean, I, this is going to derail the show. I mean, I guess I could. I haven't watched it either. No, I haven't so. we'll just, seen it yet. We'll just say pause, and then Tony will play that music that he plays yeah. when something happens. Intermission. Okay. Nicholas, come over here and watch this. Let's bring it back. Okay. Bring it back. Okay. So I don't really know much about Captain Marvel, but I'm excited to see this movie. I know a little I, bit about Captain Marvel. Yeah, I, I know a lot about Captain Marvel. I'm I know you do. This Your daughter no, dressed I, I, up as her. I know. That was the best. My wife so is cute. amazing. I said, hey, Alicia, what if we dressed up Clara as Captain Marvel for Halloween? And she said, okay. And not only did she say okay, but she made the costume. God bless. Your wife sews? Yeah, she well, she says sometimes she sews costumes. Uh, so it's she so so. I do that too. I know you're supposed to be making me pajama pants. 
I, mean, I commissioned them. Yes, Is there a particular did. pattern and, you would like? And by I say commissioned, I said I asked you to <laughs> do it on the internet. I didn't send you any money, so that's not a very good commission. So what did we think about the trailer? Okay, so Jackie, as somebody who doesn't know that much about Captain Marvel, what is intriguing and engaging based upon what you've seen? I mean, it's a Marvel movie, so that's always like a plus. Um, mm. But I don't know. It's really nice. It's nice that we're going to have like a, a female standalone superhero movie. Also, oh. young Nick Fury who likes cats. Um, that's kind of fantastic. What are you laughing about, Neffer? A standalone female superhero movie. You know who did that first? DC Comics. Yeah, you know, that was the only Wonder good Women. movie they put out. Wonder Woman. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder Woman was a good movie. What about you, Neff? I mean, you're well, you're I a thought, DC guy, awesome. but you like the MCU. I do. I do love the MCU. I think it's really good. I think all the movies are really good. Um, give or take a few. But um, I think most of them are really good, and I enjoy them profusely. And uh, What about Captain Marvel do you find intriguing or engaging? Um, I really enjoy the Kree scroll thing. Mm. Like, I've always thought that was an interesting, uh, like, battle or, like, a war. Um, I... I hope Super Scroll is in this. Uh, that'd be really dope. But um, like, also the '90s, that'll be interesting to see how how much they reference that. Because I know uh, movies nowadays tend, especially ones that are set in the '80s or '90s, tend to really shove it in your face that they're in the 80s or 90s <laughs> but um I everyone's gonna really be walking around in flannel listening to nirvana yeah oh exactly gosh. yeah I and love flannel. Or Tupac. yeah or they all they all live in portland you just go to portland everyone like the citizens of portland because dream of the 90s is alive in portland um, dream of the 90s is alive in portland <laughs> but um uh yeah she looks awesome uh i'm glad that she got uh the mohawk look in there yeah. along yeah, I with her regular hair and i like how it's like the helmet pushes her hair up into the mohawk and then it lets it back down into the regular hair like i thought that was kind of cool would you like that accessory jackie as the one of us here at this table virtually and in real life with long hair if you had a if you had a magical helmet that pushed your hair up into a mohawk that stuck out at the top i don't know if i could pull off the mohawk look well they couldn't see the top know. part of your face yeah this is like the longest my hair has been in a long time, but like I don't, I don't think I could pull off the mohawk look. Nah. Nah. Uh, well, that that was the one thing people were wondering when it was first announced. Like, is she gonna have her long hair? Is she gonna have her mohawk hair? Mm -hmm. and I think they you're right. Yes. I think they, they, yeah, they did a good way of mixing. Because I know, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, comic book nerds—they're horrible. Oh, yeah. It's like mm -hmm. it, they're like, if she has it, it's great. If she doesn't, it's the worst. I don't know. Like, there's yeah. no way to make everybody happy, and this seems like the best way to make everybody happy. Also, let me let me ask you this, Scott. As okay. after Neff says what he was going to say. Oh, I was just saying. Also, the the fact that she was kind of on fire a little bit. It also kind of like harkens to her other uh, version. Of those yeah, she's going to break out some binary powers. Oh, It'll be sweet. So cool. All right, go ahead, Steve. I was. Do you do you think that? They'll do the at some point the traditional like Miss Marvel look. No, I don't think so because they well they can't because I don't what it's super impractical. Like if Carol Danvers hadn't become Captain Marvel with her current costume, I would not have my daughter dress up as Miss Marvel with yeah. the you know one piece bathing suit and thigh high boots. Like that's just not something a two year old or a twenty two year old <laughs> should ever really wear. Well, so I don't think so. So. Yeah, it probably does look a little uncomfortable. I don't know. I've never worn a one-piece bathing suit, so I can't say what boots. it would. Or thigh-high boots. It just wouldn't be a good look. 
<laughs> oh, the For mental me. images right now. <laughs> yeah, just let it just let it seep in, Steven. No. Just no, Steven. I'll haunt you. So I don't, I don't think so because I also think that they want to keep her as Captain Marvel because I mean it's empowering for her to be the captain. And if if I'm sorry, Jackie, if Chris Evans leaves, there needs to be a new leader for the Avengers, and she captain. seems like a good. I a mean, new I wouldn't captain. be mad at well, that. The, He's got to leave eventually. For the little bit that I've, although they did, the Russos just said that he's not done. Like they're not done with uh, Chris Evans. He's probably gonna have like maybe one more movie. He's gonna um, be the new Stanley. But um, yeah. <laughs> I think this is our first episode we've done since the passing of Stanley. I think so too. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, one thing from the comics that I have read of Captain Marvel, there's one thing I did really like, and that was her not really feeling worthy enough to be Captain Marvel because of what mm-hmm. Marvel had done and been to yeah. her. So I'm hoping they'll explore some of that instead of just like giving her the reins like, here, you're Captain Marvel. Like, I would like to see her like, not reluctant, reluctantly accept it, but I'd like to see there be like a transition from her uh, realizing that she is good enough or worthy enough or powerful enough to be Captain Marvel. I like that. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I, I was drawn to Miss Marvel or Carol Danvers originally because I was reading The House of M which is, you know, yeah. from the late 2000s Marvel crossover event where Scarlet Witch redoes the world and all the mutants are in charge and Magneto's in charge and all the heroes are transplanted and Wolverine's the only one who knows what's going on. And in that universe, Miss Marvel, she's like the top hero. Like she's number one. She's leader of the Avengers. She's the number one hero in the world. And then reality gets set back. Unfortunately, there's no more mutants. And Carol Danvers remembers what it was like to be the best hero in the world. And so she starts striving after that. Like she's, she makes a decision. She says, I don't want to be a third tier or a second tier hero. Like I want to be top of the pops. Like I want to be the best hero that I can be. So that's kind of what you were reading with that Miss Marvel run, I think from 2006 or 2007, Steven, that's sort of that, that the exploration, that part of her character. And then, yeah, getting to a place where she says, I'm not worthy of being Mar- I'm not worthy of the moniker Captain Marvel because I can't live up to who Marvel was and then really choosing to embrace that which I think is a great part of her character which I, like you said I hope they they navigate that and show us some of that which would be great so I, I like the trailer obviously I thought the coolest part is they show her like flying around in space and just blowing a bunch of crap up <laughs> yeah because you know because we all know we read comic books and we say how are how are they going to have that in a movie and how is it going to look cool and then you see and think Oh, that looks like it, that looks exactly how it should look. Mm-hmm. So, do you think they're obviously like they do in the comics, going to have the scrolls kind of be like shapeshifters? Like you're not going to know who to trust. Well, they kind of they, they showed that a little bit in the trailer. Yeah, with the, the old lady. Lady. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. But I'm just. I, do you think that's going to become the big thing like it did in the comics, where like we're going to see heroes that are really have been scrolls the whole time, or they maybe oh. maybe uh, Loki does come back, but he's not Loki. He's a scroll. Like that'd be. Yeah, a, I I think they could be setting themselves up for secret invasion in the do. next phase, which would be really really cool and and that's a smart i think tony have tony have i talked about this it's a smart way because they would never do it because then oh then like oh tony stark was a scroll this whole time and then everybody's demol then they have the actual tony stark come out and it's not robert downey jr it's a different actor and nobody would accept that because then the person that we've loved for 10 years was not the actual person that we love. Unless unless, unless you do it and it is Robert Downey Jr., but you just yeah. don't know when. Like, yeah. what what if what if Tony Stark that went through the wormhole, the one that came back with a scroll or something like that? Are my mom, are my mom and dad okay? <laughs> oh. well, they, no, this guy they killed died him. in 1991. So, yeah. So, I don't know. They So, they could do Secret Invasion. I really hope that 
they introduce Norman Osborn in the Spider-Man movies because if they introduce him, then they can do lots of great stuff in the MCU with Norman Osborn as kind of the the, Dark Avengers. Yeah, they can do. Yeah, if they do Secret Invasion, then that leads to Norman Osborn becoming the head of Shield. Turns into. There's lots of stuff they could do. Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts are go. It'd be a good Thunderbolts movie, unlike the bad Thunderbolts movie we got with Suicide Squad. Oh, well. Which was terrible. Well, we might have James Gunn doing Suicide Squad too, so maybe he'll redeem that. That would be worthwhile. I'd rather him do Guardians 3, but. I'm so excited for Captain Marvel when she says Shazam and then turns back into. And she turns into a little boy. Wait, no. Wait a second. That's. Wait, isn't Do you guys like Zachary out? Levi? I love him. He's precious. He's a poor man's John Krasinski. You're gonna say Jim He's Halbert. still I also said precious. Jim He's a poor man's Jack Ryan. I mean Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I mean Harrison Ford. Dang it! Which Jack Ryan am I talking about? Tom Cruise. All right. Morgan have Freeman. We adequately, have we have we spent enough free time talking about Captain Marvel? Probably. It was that. Yes. I think it's pretty good. I think, I think we feel the that time trailer was slot. the best okay. thing ever. Well. It is time for the best thing ever, Steven. Da, 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 da. So, <laughs> what was that? What was no that, music needed. Da, 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 yeah, no da, music da, da. needed. All right. So last week, people voted. We had Darth Vader, evil lord of the Sith, <laughs> facing off against Superman's arch nemesis, which is pretty hard to believe that Superman's arch nemesis is just a dude without hair. But that's what it is. Well, Super, Superman is the perfect like man when it comes to physicality, and then Lex Luthor is a perfect man when it comes to intelligence. I think is the that's the problem. I only ever think of Gene Hackman being Lex Luthor, and so it's just not very messy. Wrong. Was that was that, was that your uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey? Yeah, that was my Spacey. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kevin Spacey was. That's right. No, we can't talk about Kevin Spacey no, anymore. Nope, can't do that. So family show. Did you guys vote in last week's best? I thing voted. Ever? I, I did. did. Jackie actually voted I for voted twice. Because we had two <gasps> polls. Well, no, because oh, I have two wait. Twitters. I have, oh. I have two Did you vote the same person both? Of course. Well, if I voted both, if I voted one for the other, then it's like I'm wasting my vote. I don't think you would have been wasting your vote in this one. Oh, yeah. 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 What, what's the final percentage there? With, don't say who won. Just say what the percentage is. Well, there, yes, there was the. <laughs> it was. Ninety-seven percent to three percent. This is definitely wow. our highest. How people many people really love Lex Luthor? Is what you're telling. <laughs> yes. Out of how many so, votes? Out of twenty-nine votes. Oof. So, um, so Lex Luthor moves on to <laughs> to <laughs> the to the round where nobody cares about because he got destroyed. That's he got much destroyed by Darth Vader. Yeah, Darth that, Vader totally won. It's like it, just imagine like a hallway. Like at the end of Rogue One, and Lex Luthor's the only one in the hallway, and then Darth Vader all of a sudden hits the lightsaber, and it's just pandemonium. <laughs> just cuts him up. So that's not very surprising. We all oh. knew that would happen. Tonight, an interesting one, we have the leader of Batman's Rogues Gallery, the Joker. Joker! Versus Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Oh, I love no. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is... I, in my opinion, Kylo Ren is like the better, like just because he's so much more dynamic than the Joker. He's a baby. Because he's like, because he's crazy. He's a I mean, big Joker's crazy. He's a, baby. He's a brat. But but Kylo ben, Ren is a giant but, diaper baby. But Kylo Ren is like crazy because he is such a brat. Well, here's the thing about both of these guys: is they're both kind of loose, 
cannons. Lose, yeah. Like, yeah. you have no idea what they're going to do. However, I do. Th- the Joker is crazier. Yeah, the Joker's definitely crazier. Yeah. Like, if it's me, I'm going for the Joker because yeah. even though Kyle, like if, like, if you just brass tax them and take away the force, just have it be just who they are, then obviously the Joker is just insane in the, the membrane. But, I mean, we're also not thinking of it in the sense of who who would win in a fight. It's who's the better villain. Oh, the Joker so, like, So, yeah, so then the because Joker. Because with, the, with Kylo, you, there's some hopes that he might be good, yeah. which makes him more compelling. And he's not as unhinged yeah. as the Joker. He hasn't, like, I mean, yeah, he killed his dad, but, like. He also shot a thousand did. shots into uh, Luke Skywalker's um, astral projection. Spoiler alert. Ah! It's still relatively new enough. Yeah, so it's it's also a terrible been, movie. Has it, well, you know, it was not a terrible movie. It was not a terrible We're movie. not going to discuss this right now. This is not the time. Scott, Please, that's exactly what the internet does. It just no. complains about something that happened a year ago. Scott, what do you think? I think that the problem with the Joker is that the downside of the Joker is that there's so many versions of him. Yeah. Because if I picked, say, Heath Ledger's version, spectacular, great. Mm-hmm. If I pick Mark Hamill's version, speaking of astral projections, from Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> Great. If I pick Cesar Romero's version from the Batman TV show, great, but not necessarily <laughs> sinister. No, you know? he's, he's, a, he's Jared, a bank robber, a criminal mastermind. Yeah. Jared Leto from Suicide Squad, not the great. I've never read any Batman comics, so I don't have anything to pull from that. Oh, Scott. So it's, well, each, well, each, you got to read uh, the killing each joke. Each Joker is different because like, you look at like – like Heath Ledger's the crazy one, but he's like got, he's got a pl- he's he's got a plan, but he doesn't have a plan. He's just going well, crazy. Like dog chasing a it's all about plan. chaos. Uh, uh, Leto's Joker chaos. is like a gangster, but he's like a crazy gangster. Um, so, uh, Romero's Joker is like this criminal mastermind, <laughs> but he's like he's a clown. He's a clown. And then Nicholson is just straight up a criminal. Like he's just. Oh, I forgot about Nicholson. Like How could you forget about Nicholson? From the clown. This town needs know. an enema. What's an enema, Neff? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Jim Carrey's character in Batman Forever, right? Oh. E enema. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yep. yep, that's right. Ten out of ten for sure. Tell me this. Tell me that. Who's afraid of that? Me. So uh, yeah, so I have a hard time just because there's all the different versions of Joker, and admittedly, I've never read the comics, but I love Star Wars, and I think Kylo Ren, like you said, Stephen, since there's some conflict there. It makes him more compelling, but he also is, like you said, Jackie, a whiny brat. He's a diaper so, baby. I don't know how I'll be voting in this one, but I will, and I will be doing that at Nerd of Godcast on Twitter. Yes. Vote in that poll, and you will help determine the best thing ever. 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 Very nice. Ever, ever. Now, Neff, I've been told that you have a game for us. I do. I'm excited for this I need game. everybody... Let's- I guess including Scott, if you can, to grab a marker and board. Can we use our phones? Boy, I guess. Will that work? Let's you just get, use our phones. Use That's phones. faster. That's I'm going to do that. That'll be fine. Set and we have them here. Scott, no cheating. Okay, no oh, cheating. I opened up, up my wink, notes, Scott. and it's like, oh, that's my list of celebrity crushes. Don't you I need cheat, to not delete Scott. that. Don't you cheat. All right, everybody. <laughs> I have a game today for you guys called Occupation Affiliation. Occupation Affiliation. Okay. Yes. So basically, I'm going to give you guys three names and you gotta tell me they're o- the connecting occupation okay okay you guys got it i'll yeah. give you here we'll start off with an example okay you ready yes manny mo and jack pet boys stop it uh, i know it's no, i, I know, was I, like who i know what it is scott i get paid by them <laughs> manny mo and jack and neff <laughs> oh this is the fourth pet boy <laughs> 
life flashing before my eyes. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. All right, so this is the practice one. Who, strange, Zhivago? So are we all just going to... Just write it down. Write it down. Okay. okay. I think it is. Uh, you guys got it? Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, we'll go Scott. What do you think it is? Doctor. Steven? Doctors. Jackie? Doctors. Doctors. That's right. They're doctors. Say it with a little gusto. So we would all get a point for that? Yeah. Well, okay, sweet. Yeah, I mean, you can give yourselves a point for that one. It was an example. I'm not but... going to. Oh, you're going to? Okay. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. You know, I'm a giver. I'm I want to give... beat Steven. I'm a giving, I'm <laughs> Please a giving, beat Steven. I'm a giving Neff. What's wrong? It's, a, what, what? it's not just you, Steven. I want to beat everybody. Winning's the best. You can't beat me. <laughs> I'm not playing. Okay. What's the next All one? All right. Next? The next one. Maverick. Solo. Sulu. Uh, isn't that weird how Solo and Sulu. They're so close together. <laughs> just by yeah, vowels. But, but I think, okay. But a galaxy far, far away between them. So Maverick, Solo, and Sulu? Yes. Okay. Everybody got it? Yeah. All right. Yep. Yep. All right, Jackie? Something space related. Nope. I <laughs> figured. Scott? Pilot. All right, Steven? Pilot. That's right. It was Pilots. Okay. Maverick, of course, being from? Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun and Han Solo and I didn't know Maverick. Sulu from space. Star Trek. Was Sulu, like, was he a pilot? Like, yeah. yes, okay. he was the they helmsman. Say in 2009, they're like, "Are you a pilot?" Very much, sir. Okay, no, no, no. I just because in my because ever since because Jordy messed me up because he's not the pilot anymore. Now no, he's it's in Anton the, Yeltsin. Now he's in the um, R.I.P. Jordy the was engineer. the engineer. engineer. But no, in the first episode, in the first season, he was the helmsman. Oh yeah, you're thinking right. of Chekhov. Yeah. And then, well, Chekhov is the helmsman too. In uh, now he's operations. See, I don't know. Any Isn't of that from Lord of the Rings where they fought in the mountain? That's Helm's Deep. <laughs> next. All right, next one. Silver, square pants, Remy. Just my rap name. <laughs> Silver, <laughs> square pants, Remy. I don't know Remy. Nick's nodding. Nick gets it. Nick knows what I'm talking about. Nick, what's the answer? Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. Oh, I got it. I got it. Well, I got it. I just figured it out. There's no time limit, so Steven can't figure it out. It's pretty good. Quickly. I got it. Air quotes. I figured it out. I figured it Scott, out. Scott, you got it? Uh, surfer? No. Jackie? Yeah. I was going to go with surfer, too. Nope. Chefs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cooks. cooks. Yeah. Uh, Long what? John Silver. Oh, I was thinking Silver Surfer. Uh, Me, too. So we've got Squareparents and Remy from Ratatouille. Ratatouille. I was oh! thinking. This, this game is ageist because I've never watched SpongeBob Squarepants. I did not know his occupation. Well, what about Long John Silver? That's been around before you were born. I didn't even think of yeah, Long John Silver. Yeah, but there aren't any in our area anymore. I was thinking it of disappeared. <laughs> I was thinking of Silver Saint Cloud. Because gross. <laughs> okay. Batman's girlfriend. All right, next one. Kent, Shroot, Maggot. Yeah, yeah, Jackie, that's right. I might be wrong, but it's the one I'm going. I with. think you're right. If I think you're, you're right. Yeah. There. All right, everybody got it. is what did it. Yes. yes. All right, Scott. Farmer. Steven. Farmer. Jackie. Farmer. That is right. Yay, Farmers. They are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. That's uh, Jonathan and or Clark Kent, Dwight Schrute, and Farmer. Why could be Martha Kent? She was a farmer. Why'd, why'd, you, you, why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? <laughs> Thank you, Nick. <laughs> it's his mother's name. <laughs> All right. 
Ryan, Rogers, Duke. Ryan Rogers, Duke. Give you five seconds. Anyone? I mean, All I right. have an idea. Steven, uh, give me your answer right now. Captains? All right, Scott. Soldier. Soldier. All right, Jackie. I was going to say captain. It is soldier. Bing. So Scott well, gets the point. Well, there's so- soldier is a type of a, a, a captain nope. is a type of soldier. Literally named nope. Private Ryan, <laughs> not Captain Ryan. Well, what was, Steve Rogers? what was Steve Rogers? He was a soldier. And a captain. Yeah. Only by name. But like we're we're saying the things that are connected with him, so know, you. Okay, I know. I'm trying okay. to fight for my Okay. Right. No, you're, you're fine. You're, you're right. You'll be fine. All right. Next one. Honey. Lupin. Feeny. 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 And this one, it could be one of two things, but you, and it's dealer's choice. You're the dealer, so. That's I wrote. I wrote them both because oh. I know what it is. Okay. Um. Anybody good? I don't know it. Yep. All right. Uh, Jackie doesn't know it. Nope. Uh, Scott. Teacher. And Steven. Teacher slash professor. Yep, that is correct. So point for Scott. Point for Steven. Who was the first one? Uh, uh is the teacher uh, Honey from oh, Miss Honey from, from Matilda? Oh. Mm-hmm. How many que- How many questions Bummer. have there been so far? What number one are we on? We're at number six, including the first one. Okay. Or we yeah. just finished number that was, six. That was six. Okay, okay, okay. Because I accidentally erased one of my points. I want to make sure I, I didn't. I want to make sure I didn't cheat. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. This one should be a little easier. Wayne, Christy, Holmes. Five, four, three, right. two, one. Jackie. The detective. Right, detective. Scott. Or a detective as well. That is right. Detective. Yeah. Agatha Christie. Bruce Wayne, Agatha Christie, and Sherlock Holmes. Was she a detective or was she just a novelist? She wrote detective. I mean, I'm counting it. It's like a mixture. All right. I'm pretty sure she was an author. <laughs> an author who wrote Poi, what? Foy Ropes. Uh, Poi murder Ropes, murder on the Orient Express. Orient Express. Yes. Well, it was a terrible remake. The recent one was it disgusting. Nailing it, det- naming it a detective. Congratulations, you upgraded. All right. Uh, Bob Pennysworth Jarvis. And if you can name the fr- where the first one is from, you get an extra point. Extra half point. I don't have here, Quentin. Well, ideal. I get the points. Scott Higa. Butler. All right. Jackie. Steven? Butlers. Does anybody know what the first one is from? Is it, is it I mean, no. Is it Bob from, uh, uh, Bob Gun from, uh, Batman? No. What is it from? It's from Bob the Butler, the DCOM. Oh. All right. You so, know, you could have done, uh, to really throw it off, you could have done, uh. But I didn't. The guy so let's go to the next one. What does a butler do? He buttles, sir. All right, he so. He keep the kitchen tidy. <laughs> Fair comedy of all time. Tim Curry. You're my least favorite comedy of all time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. Uh, Lane, Vale, Gilmore. Last one was for Liz Marie, but she's not here to enjoy it. 
All right, uh, Jackie. Nope, don't know. Uh, he got reporter. Reporter. Yeah, he, reporter, journalist. Yeah, I'll give it to you guys. Thanks, Nat. You're a gracious game host. I am. That I was live, number what? I live to please. Number eight. Yes. Okay. Uh, or that should have been number nine. One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, it was number nine. Okay. All right. McPhee. Rainer. Poppins. I got this one. I got it on the first one. <laughs> I'm going to L- give myself a point now. Literally 50% of our name. Uh, Scott <laughs> Higa. Nanny. Uh, Steven. Nanny. And Jackie. Nanny. That is correct. Nanny McPhee. Nanny How do we feel about the new Mary Poppins movie? I'm yeah. excited for it. Awesome. But here's the thing. Julie Andrews is still alive, and I have a feeling they're going to do a cameo. Well, they're Somehow. giving Dick Van Dyke I a cameo. I read a really sweet article that John Krasinski cried and went through a box of tissues within the first 20 minutes of the movie because he was so in love with his wife. Oh. And it made my Not heart. Not because he was worried that Lin-Manuel Miranda was going to steal her away? I mean, <laughs> maybe that too. I don't know. But like, Man it just made my heart He glow. can rap and he can do a bad British accent. Man, this guy's talented. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the ego. But if they have old Dick, this is what I think is happening. They have old Dick Van Dyke. Right. And I think Mary Poppins, because she's magical, can be like, this is what I'd look like if I was your age. <laughs> and then it's Julie Andrews. That's what I think is going to happen. I would like that. Who knows? If that happens, I'll give you a dollar, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> All right. This is actually the last one. Oh. Whoa. All right. Uh, Maximoff. Sanderson. Granger. Oh. I got it. Yeah, is, this, is, this, is this the only occupation you can pull out because Tony's not here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that helped Steven. Three, yes, indeed. two, one. Take you go first. He's a witch. Witch. I won't wizard. I got it wrong. What's wrong? I got it wrong. They're women. The Maximoff threw They're me They're greater off. than wizards. Scarlet Witch. I know that. She's literally in the I name. got I got I got it thrown off because Maximoff, my first mind my first thought went to Magneto. Um all right. Well, he's not a wizard either. I know that, but that's the only thing that made sense with right. the other two. Let's find out how many points you got out of your totals. Jackie, six. Steven, nine. Higa, ten. Scott won. Oh, Scott Yay, Higa is Scott. the winner of occupation affiliation. Name. I'm a pending. winner because I've gotten to spend this much time with you guys on the internet. <laughs> uh, it has been spectacular, and we're not done yet because now, guys, it's December. Yes, it is. Yeah, What's December like in Florida? I imagine it's very similar to California. Uh, um, it sometimes gets chilly. It's right wet. now. It is sixty-one degrees. Yeah, it's gonna drop tonight. Oh, we're, we're we're fifty-four degrees and clear right now. So nice. we're pretty similar. Cold. Yeah, because we're getting a cold front, and that's why it's raining. Mm-hmm. You guys get more rain than we do, though. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think. yeah, we're, we're never droughted. Because in the yeah. summer it gets hot, and that means a lot more evaporation, which means more clouds, which means more rain. We didn't need a science lesson, Quentin. I did, Neff. I appreciate Bill it. Bill Neff, the science Neff. Neff, 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 Bill Neff. Hey, I'll have the same Quentin degree as him. rules. Yeah, when when Nick graduates, he'll have the same degree as Bill Nye. Oh, yeah. Really? That's really yep. cool. He has a bachelor's don't in engineering. Don't become a raging atheist who hates Jesus. Yeah, Nick, please, please don't. No, but if you I, could start a beloved science television show, 
I would watch that. Science time with Nick Sadler. That's an awful Get a better theme song. Get a better theme song. Invest some money and get better theme song. It's it's December, and even though none of us will experience a white Christmas, because I don't think it snows very much in Orlando. Nah. It does not snow very much in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Though every once in a while, I mean once every 10 years it will, it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yeah. Everywhere you go. I'm sorry, I just hopped out on that with you. It's okay. Do you guys enjoy the Christmas season? I love I it. I do. I do. I love Christmas. I think, you know, what? it's the holiday season. A whoop de doo I'm the opposite of Young Grinch. I love Christmas. And Dickery Doc. <laughs> oh, I Christmas. Oh, Martha. I hate Christmas. I always dread dealing with the customers in retail. Like, some of them are really I thought, nice. I'm sorry, Jackie. Real quick. I thought you said I always drug deal. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I do oh. that too. Sure. You got to pay for those presents. This is evidence way. now. Maybe you should leave it. You dread dealing with customers. Most of them. Because like some of them are really nice, but then you get the crazies, and they like to come out around the holiday season. Uh, and that's always fun. Not to be offensive to you or your place of employment, no, it's okay. but who's doing their christmas shopping at walgreens <laughs> we we actually have like some decent deals we do little gift sets for like fragrances and stuff and then we have a deal on like little toys and whatnot we sell pops got some exclusive pops that are only available at walgreens it's, it's true i got my uh, uh john stewart green lantern pop figure is a uh, walgreens exclusive there is a uh a movie movement movie moment from marvel that's a walgreens exclusive and it's um Hulk smashing Loki, and I bought that. That's cool. It's beautiful. Is it like actual fragrances, or are they just the weird knockoff ones? No, there's actual ones. They sell Javon Musk. They they sell they sell like actual ones, and then they have like the knockoff ones too, in case like. Is he related to Elon? No, he came first. (laughs) That's the brand my dad wears. Javon Musk. My dad wears Javon Musk. Yeah. Jupe. Yeah, that's what my dad wears. I wear I wear Ralph Lauren blue. And one of my Vietnamese friends, he said, oh, you're like an old Asian man. Because apparently that's what old Asians wear. That's I'm so like, well, fancy. I like the way it smells. So I wear Toby Keith. me old and Asian. I don't wear any McGraw, fragrances. I wear fragrances. You don't wear it. Some you, have your own, you, have, you have your own musk, Stephen. <laughs> that's gross. Salus musk. <laughs> that sounds oh. gross. <laughs> that's nasty. So you don't, you don't like crazy customers, which I understand. I worked retail at Christmas a couple times. It's terrible. It is. But what you got, like, if you had to pick your favorite thing, I mean, secular, religious, just what is the pinnacle of your Christmas season Mm. experience? Like, what is the one thing to which you most look forward? I always really look forward to hanging out with my family, which, like, the older I get, the more I treasure that because, like, everyone's just incredibly busy. Um, So, like, usually every year, um, my family will get together on Christmas Eve and we'll do dinner. We'll do a white elephant gift exchange and just kind of hang out. And like my family doesn't communicate a lot. So like it's like that one time a year that like we all get to kind of get together and hang out. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really hoping I got the day off for that because I had to request the day off. So fingers crossed I'll be able to hang out with my family this year. Yeah, that that will be a Christmas miracle if you get Christmas <laughs> that... Eve off in retail. <sighs> yeah, no One can help. My managers really like me. So like... There's hope. She had to work during Christmas last year, and I felt so bad for her. Oh, I've worked. Uh, walk, mm, yes, I work all the time. <laughs> Through everything. Everything. I worked. I worked Thanksgiving morning too, I mean, which got, was fun. Yeah, holiday pay though. Kind of. It's been nice. it's been what about you, Stephen? What's the <laughs> pinnacle of your Christmas experience? Um, I mean, this is gonna sound really like cheesy and cornball because I like hanging out with my family, but I hang out with my family a lot. 
I just I really like Christmas movies. So and I will only allow myself to watch Christmas movies in, in, in December. So that's really it for me. Is when I can start watching Christmas movies and it feels that Christmas outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I uh, get some cocoa. What, really like. what about you, Nefer? I like giving gifts. That's my favorite thing to do. And I, I think I've been pretty good at it. This year won't be as, as good as, la- as the last couple of years just because there's so many things I have to pay for this year <laughs> and, and going into next year. Uh, but I have I have gotten a few gifts um, ready to give out, so that's kind of good, and I'm excited for that. You know, it's the usual. Yeah. What about, what about you, you Nick? Oh. I want to oh. hear from Nick. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear from Nick, Steven. I'm sorry. Tony <laughs> usually ignores him. So traditionally, um, we get together and have Christmas evening at my aunt and uncle's house. And that pretty much the, the evening majority consists of us playing a card game, which is pretty fun. So that's what, what I card look game? forward to. Shanghai Rummy. Oh, oh. I want to go to that one time. Shanghai so. Rummy. Shanghai Rummy. Yep. I feel like I should know what that is, except it, Shanghai is Chinese. It's kind of like Cincinnati's uh, 10, so. How far away is Perry, your home, correct, Nick? It is three and a half hours or just over 200 miles. Okay. So not, not that far. No, I, I I have made the trip there and back in one day. It, oh, yeah. It's a long day, but it's fun. Yeah, you can do it. All right. Steven was going to ask what my favorite thing is, so I'll, I'll answer. Um, I like all the family stuff. It's I work at a church, so it's all very busy this mm-hmm. time of year. But for the past couple of years, I've got I've got two best friends. And one of my best friends, Vince, he's married. They have three kids. My best friend, Nate, he's not married. We'll just have dinner together at our place usually with all of us. And so it's hard because we, you know, with kids and marriage and jobs and everything, it's hard to, to get together that much. Mm-hmm. But we, we get that time at Christmas, so I, I really enjoy that. Um, Steven, is there an order to which you watch your Christmas movies, or do you just pick randomly? Or are there ones that you make sure you watch every year regardless? Uh, it depends. Like, Yes, there are ones I'll make sure I watch every year regardless. Like, My favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story, so I'm, I make sure I watch that every year. But I usually don't have to worry about that one because it's on for 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, so I pretty much will watch that like several times. Uh, but like I, I have to watch Home Alone. Um, I try to watch if I can if it's available to me. Jingle all the way. That's in my top five favorite Christmas <laughs> movies. Um, I don't know why. I think it's amazing. It's terrible, but it's so good. <laughs> and then another one that I really is that like, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is. He plays Turbo okay. Man. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tim, oh, not Tim Allen. Uh, what's his name? Simbad. Not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jake Lloyd. A.K.A. Young Anna gets Skywalker. Oh, oh that's rough. Um, and uh, but then I also like going back, and I really like watching the classics, like uh, Here Comes or Santa Claus is Coming to Town, mm-hmm. uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, yeah. all those you know the stop motion. The year uh, without a Santa Claus, no. the greatest of I'll them watch all. That one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like watching those, and then like you could say Die Hard, but I usually I that's a Die Hard movie I'll, I'll watch whenever but uh and it's rated r so i don't need to be watching it but i've never seen die hard me confession neither, time. Really? Scott, me neither you don't parts. have to but i want are, to but i have it on my shelf to watch right now one of my very nice listeners who's one of your supporters carrie she sent it to me in the mail oh. she oh, bought okay. it for me after we hang me. up just give it a watch i got kids man i gotta go to bed after we hang <laughs> up it's so Tuesday. three hours behind you that's i mean it's that's tuesday true. what about you neff do you have a favorite christmas movie um, well, the family Christmas movie is A Year Without a Santa Claus, and I so I hold that that movie near and dear to my heart. But I think 
and many people would agree with me on this that the uh, the Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, Aww. starring Jim Carrey, yes. is a phenomenal film. Yes, I agree. Yes. It that's is another so funny. One that I always forget about. And I love, I love, and that's not to say I grew up watching the uh, animated one from like Fox TV, the mm-hmm. one who did uh, Cat in the Hat. What with uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Four Lives. Was it Four Lives? No. George Orwell. No, it was the voice of Tony the Tiger. Yeah, Thor, Thor and oh, Ravens. Tony. Yes, Thor, Thor oh, Ravenscroft. Yeah, You're so Raven, smart, Ravens Thank you. Great name. He's also the voice on The Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any volunteers? That makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, so having grown up with the animated one, I still find uh, I still find that I love the Jim Carrey version. I hold that one even closer. I remember watching that in the theaters with Me my family. Too. Like, we went and we saw it in the theaters, yeah. and I thought the little girl who played Cindy Lou Who was so cute. Because I was 10 and mm-hmm. it was age appropriate at the time. And <laughs> apparently she went crazy. She was too old for me. It's still age appropriate because you're still the same age as she is. Yes, but my only memory of her is what she looked like when she was 10. So I can't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like Emma Watson grew up with me. So I know what she looks like now. I don't know <laughs> what Cindy Lou Who looks like except for her as a who in Hollywood Stole Christmas. The weird like lip thing going on. The little nose. Uh, I've never seen that movie either. It's on that Netflix. one's really good, Scott. Go you should it, definitely Scott. watch it's it. Great. Watch it with okay, your family. Okay, I'm not going to go to bed tonight. No. I'm going to Well, no, no, say, don't like watch it now, but like watch it with your daughter. Yeah, now yeah. we'll say Cute. at the end of the movie, Jim Carrey does say the B word. Oh yeah, he does. What? But Yes, he did. Okay. Exactly. He said What about you, Jackie? What's your favorite Christmas movie? So I've got two. Um one of them is A Nightmare Before Christmas, but I watch that like all year round because I love that movie so much. Um, we I've tried, got- so we, real quick, so that's on our Apple TV. That's a movie that we own. Mm-hmm. And so Clara always wants to watch it. And it's we're like, no, so Clara, good. it's too scary. She always points out, like, no, no, Clara, it's too scary. And then our babysitter didn't know that. And so she put it on. And, and after the first five minutes, our baby's like, no, 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 we can't watch this. Oh, and so then no. Clara's, so we're sitting there on the couch and Clara's like, yeah, Kenzie, our, our babysitter, Kenzie mm-hmm. show. And like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's scary. Oh, <laughs> And so we, had, we let our babysitter know that our daughter ratted her out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that, that was a movie I grew up watching um, at my dad's house on like the weekends because it was one of the few movies that he had on VHS. And I also love it because the music's great and the yeah. animation's great. It's just, it's an overall good movie. The second movie that I haven't gotten to watch yet this holiday season is Santa Claus. Oh, I forgot about I that I love one. Santa Claus. Wait, wait. My dad is like Tim Allen. Oh, the like, Santa Claus. It's just called Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus. It's not Santa Claus, it's Santa Claus. So Isn't like, it called The Santa Claas? No, because sure. it's just it called might be Santa. The Santa Claus, Claus, but it's Claus. the one with it's Tim spelled, Allen. It's spelled with an E. It's just Santa yeah, like Claus. Yeah, like The Santa Claus. It's no. the clause in the contract. No, Yes, but they, it's referred to, but that's not what it's called. I'm looking Everyone's it up. Everyone's furiously looking right it up now. to see who's yep. right. I'm right. Well, whatever job, it Matt. is, it's the one with Yay. Tim Allen in it, and I love that movie. I stand corrected. It is The he Santa He reminds Claus. me of my dad. Yes, it is. That's Tim the Allen? whole point. Very, that's a very nice story, Jaggy. But that's the whole point of it, Stephen, is that it is the Santa Claus that now he has to be Santa Claus because of the Santa Claus in the movie. I was a child. I didn't get that, all that. <laughs> I, I didn't get that. It wasn't until I was like almost an adult when I realized there was an E at the end, and I was like, oh, okay. It's a homonym. It's What's a homonym. I've actually seen that movie. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long while. I actually saw the third one in theaters. Like out that's of all, embarrassing. Out of all the ones to have seen, I saw the third one. That's the one with Jack Frost, right? Yeah, Martin mm. Sheen. Second one Martin is short. short. The second one is with, Sheen, is with. Uh, that's the one where he has to get a wife. Is with yeah, the second one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. He's got to get a Mrs. Claus. Yeah. That's yeah. the Mrs. Claus. She's gonna. She's gonna finish. It's the one with the girl from Lost. 
Sure. Sure. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I've never All seen right. it. She is. She's well, I have lost. seen Lost. I've never seen Lost it. either. Oh, I have Scott. seen it. I just haven't watched I've it. I've never the seen anything, guys. Scott, my life is really boring. Second season. It's not. I mean, it's okay. Netflix. I'll share my favorite Christmas movie, yeah, but it's Scott. inappropriate because it's rated R. My uh, favorite Christmas so movie hard. is. It, that's true. My favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. Oh, it's the oh, one Christmas movie I watch every year. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait a second. He's cashing in his money in the bank. <laughs> right now. Good God, Kim. He's coming in. Good God. I'm plugging in. Am I on here? We're on bell. here. Scott by God Higa. Uh, I'm glad you're here, Tony. You know how... Okay, it, this is a great segue. So Advent <laughs> is a season of waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we reflect on the nation of Israel's waiting for the Messiah to come originally, and we are now currently in a season of waiting for Jesus to return and set everything right which is what has happened to this podcast <laughs> because the sky has broke riding in on his white horse is the man, the myth, the legend here to set his podcast, right? Like a podcasting Sam Beckett from quantum leap. Oh. It is Tony T. What's up, man? Well, Sam Beckett would be nowhere without his holographic companion, Al. Thank you, Scott, for holding down the Ford in my absence. Well, you haven't heard it yet, so <laughs> I guess you hold on to those. We did take a 12-minute break to watch Captain Marvel and so Neff can poo. Okay, well, that, thank you. For, I mean, I guess everybody poops, right? Yeah. So as I've read. Poop. Scott, he got, I, I, was, I, was, I was just, I happened to be passing by, and I heard Neff use the words die hard, and I know this is a christmas theme episode, so I had to run in and just make sure that we weren't spreading any kind of false gospel here. Well, I'm not as much of a stickler, so I can't spread any diehard gospel as it is. I've never seen the movie. So I didn't call out Steven for saying it's one of his favorite Christmas movies, but he did say that he chooses to watch it all year long, so it technically doesn't count as a Christmas movie, even in his own estimation of what a Christmas movie is. Although See, John McTiernan, the director of the movie, did say it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, but that doesn't matter if he wants to call He's it. He's the creator. But he could oh say it's gosh. like the greatest movie of all time. It doesn't mean it's the greatest movie of all time. Uh, what about Iron, Iron Man 3. Now that's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. But Home Alone is, so is Lethal Weapon. a Christmas movie. Home Alone is a Christmas. The, all movie, of them are to take place during Christmas. Scott, I didn't, I'm not coming here to uh, to hijack anything, man. I'm sure you guys are having a great conversation. It's just we're 80 episodes into this thing, and I've never missed one. So I, no, hang, <laughs> hang on. I are about to get to the serious part, so you can just talk a lot and then ask us all if we agree with you, like every other. <laughs> wow, dude. Well, it, <laughs> fire. So, sorry, I, I just came in and you were talking about Advent, so you could just go off on your theological <laughs> rampage and bore us like you do on your episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesus time. Tony's What's like, up? Jesus time, more like nap time. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Oh, I feel like I'm back at a Baptist church again. Oh man. Oh, oh my god. So what what are we talking about? I I'm just here. I'm I'm just a squirrel. It's your world. Well, we were talking about what's the one Christmas movie you watch every year. That's, what's your go-to Christmas movie, Tony? With, oh, I was sharing that mine is a rated R movie that people shouldn't watch. But you know that's okay. What 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 movie? Guess guess what it is. Just guess what it is. A, a rated R movie. Um, and he hasn't seen Die Hard, so you can take that out. Is of the it way. Krampus? That's no. PG thirteen. Oh gosh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's, that's PG thirteen. Uh, no, I, I have. I can't. Uh, rated R Christmas movie. I I, yeah. I I know what it is, and I think you don't like it. It's like, got Liam like Neeson. Oh, uh, is it the gray? Love Actually. Oh, I don't like Love Actually. The Gray, my favorite Christmas film. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan <laughs> of Love Actually. 
I love when all the wolves eat the reindeer. It's spectacular. Wait, did that happen in Love Actually? I missed that part. <laughs> Deleted scene. I would have liked it way more. Man. Uh, no, I, I So what's your go-to Christmas movie, Tony? Without question, I, I always like to watch... Um, Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's, oh, uh, which is not rated good. R, but it's de- it's still awkwardly inappropriate in so many different parts. But it's yeah. 80s PG-13, that's which right. might as well <laughs> might as well be. Yeah. yeah, that's my that is my. If I don't watch it, I feel like I missed something. Yeah, okay. have you watched it yet? We're no. four days in. No. I mean, it's only four days. I did watch. Time. I watched a Christmas Story. I watched The Grinch. So that that one's next. I watched a Christmas Story and Iron Man three. A Christmas story. I have 24 <laughs> hours of that coming up. And, and on Christmas no, not day. anymore. Did you see? Or I don't know if this is real or not, but I saw that TBS isn't doing that anymore because of the bullying scenes. I'm kind of okay with that, I guess. Yeah, but that bully gets like, he gets his. Yeah. That's a- I've never actually watched the movie all the way through in one go, but I've seen every bit of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I've seen oh, every bit of it. Like, yeah. I'm going to be so, so upset the if they don't play so it, even though I just watched it two days it's ago. It's a tradition. <laughs> it's okay. Come on, I've, TBS. I've tradition. never seen it. I mean, but that's the thing. If we have to start eliminating things from our childhood because they have somehow become inappropriate, and what, what will what will we have left? <laughs> E.T. completely inappropriate. The Goonies completely inappropriate. Yeah, e. yeah. Elliot gets drunk in class. That's what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. I gotta watch E.T. again. And he calls yeah, his brother a bad name. E.T. E. gets drunk because they share a connection, which again, that connection's probably inappropriate. Weird. Now. Then he forces a kiss on a girl. E.T. illegal alien. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Wrong. Sting. It's okay. We have $1.4 billion for our space wall that Space Force is going to build. Oh it will gosh. be great. It's like be the great. sequel to Ronald Fantastic. Reagan. But have we talked about how cool it is that we can like 3D view Mars right now? That we can. Uh, I didn't know that. No, that hasn't. That, that didn't make it into your rundown, Tony. So we didn't talk about it. <laughs> you're actually, you're <laughs> actually using my rundown. We I don't even, even talk. About, I don't even use my rundown. We didn't even talk about Stan Lee. Uh, Stan Lee died. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> All right, good talk, everybody. Next thing. Spoiler alert. Anyway, so it is the Christmas season, and there's lots of stuff that goes into it. And so, so like I said, Advent. I don't know. Does I don't know if your church or your tradition uses the term Advent. It's the season of Advent and the church liturgical calendar. And it is kind of a waiting moment, reflecting on the waiting of the nation of Israel, are sort of waiting for Christ to return. It's this great season with all these different things and, and elements, but also lots of stuff that that pulls away from it. So do you guys find it easy to kind of enter into that, the, the, the reason for the season being Jesus, or do you just get caught up in all the other stuff? I think it's like 50-50. Yeah, because I grew—I did not grow up in a Christian home, so I grew up not appreciating the reason for Christmas. So it was always about the the stuff. Uh, so just because that is my background, that is like how my family is. I don't—I don't forget that Jesus is the reason. Like I personally, for myself, make it a, a reason to remember why we celebrate. Uh, but I do find myself every now and then getting caught up in like, well, I'm going to get this person. Well, I'm going to get that person. Mm-hmm. But you know, ultimately, that's not why we're doing it. Yeah. Is there an appropriate balance? Like, sorry, I asked a lot. Of, I asked a lot of questions. It's okay. Because we, because we, because we say like, like keep Jesus as the reason for the seasons. Like, well, what does that really mean? Like, every time I eat a Christmas cookie, I have to like say a prayer. Every time I watch a Christmas movie, I have to spend two hours reading the Bible or watch the the Star, the animated Bethlehem movie. Like, do we? Is it a one for one? Like, one Jesus thought, one secular Christmas thought, yes. one Christmas tree, one cross, one yep. Christmas cookie, one I don't know. 
penance. I don't know. We're not Catholic. Whatever it is. Sugar, <laughs> sugar cookies and eggnog is like the spiritual communion of the season. Yeah, that's oh it, yeah. This, this so, is my pancake batter blood, which was spilled for the remission of your oh sins. Gosh. And so I think we, we get in this mindset, at least the Christian community as a whole gets in the mindset, oh, we've got to keep Jesus as the reason for the season. Jesus has to be the center of the season. But if we've been living our lives with Jesus as the center of our lives the other 12, 11 months out of the year, then isn't it just life is normal? Shouldn't it be? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, sh- it shouldn't be the only time of year that we make it about Jesus. We should be having Jesus all year round. So it's more of like a, so instead of it being like, oh, it's a celebration of Jesus. It's like just specifically a day that focuses on the birth of Jesus. And it's because we focus on Jesus every other day of the year. Is that that's what it would be, right? At that point, that that I don't know, because I like again, like I'm not in the Bible Belt like you guys are, so Christianity is different on the West Coast and our left leaning liberal madness that Tony always discusses in my life. Godless <laughs> heathens, I know, but we, but I mean, like, there's always this talk about like the war on Christmas. In one of our shared listeners, Sarah, like she works at a Christian bookstore, and she was told you can't say Happy Holidays, you have to say Merry Christmas, and oh. just. Just weird things like that where Christians get so caught up in like making Jesus the reason for the season versus like, hey, it's like imagine somebody came to your birthday party and told you exactly how you had to celebrate your birthday that you got so focused on how you had to celebrate that you missed out on the celebration. I'd be so I feel like upset. that's what we do to Christmas sometimes. Scott, sometimes like on, on social media, I'm a member of a couple different podcasters groups. And one of the things they strongly discourage and they will actually ban you from the groups is if you get on there and do a bunch of self-promotion, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. If you got 500 people in a podcasting group and all 500 of them are trying to tell you about their you know, most recent episode, you, you, it gets old quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a pastor's lunch. <laughs> oh, every, mm-hmm. Let's all pray and see who can pray the loudest. That's that's my experience <laughs> with that. But mm-hmm. I, I think that at Christmas time, although the world doesn't want to hear anything about your faith, they don't want to hear anything about Jesus, They don't. this is kind of our one free shot to talk about it. Like mm-hmm. like on those uh, those podcast pages, sometimes they'll say, tell us about your most recent episode. And everyone just, you know, they gush because it, it's like, doors open, boys. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for, for us, for believers, this is the one time of the year where we kind of get a pass to drop Jesus's name, where we kind of mm-hmm. get a pass to make it about him. Look, it's the, the rest of the year, we're asked to kind of keep our faith quiet, keep it to ourselves, stay in our lane. And this is one time we can put the nativity out on our front lawn. I don't know if they do that in California, but. Uh, us good old rednecks, we light up the trail. Well, they, have, they have to be fire retardant because they get burnt up all the time. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, fireproof baby Jesus. <laughs> fireproof baby. Well, I think that's the whole purpose of baby Jesus is fire insurance, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saving us from hail. Um, so yeah, so I, I yeah, like I. That's what I love. I, I I talk about all the time how one of the best things about Christmas is that you'll be walking around the mall and you'll hear the song "Oh Holy Night," which mm-hmm. is very much a full-blown worship song yeah. just in the middle of the fall. And people are more likely to engage in a spiritual conversation during this time of year because Jesus is everywhere. People are more likely to come to a church service. You invite them because of this time of year, which again are great things to be celebrated. But I don't know, like maybe it's just, it's different. Like I just, I like when somebody says, you know, like what was like a couple years ago, like some guy made a video where he was complaining about happy holidays and red red cups at starbucks oh, and just right. that was last all year. like the crazy stuff like that starbucks another west coast corporation <laughs> yeah exactly we're, we're so evil <laughs> and i don't know like 
part of me just thinks I just want to be able to celebrate this and talk about it and, and share my faith without needing to be like screamed at constantly. Don't forget that Jesus is the reason for this season. Like, yeah, I know that. And mm-hmm. I've been like, Jesus isn't just the reason for the season. Like Jesus is the reason for my life. And I think if we all just live that way, 365 days a year, that it'd be a lot easier to enter into this season. Yeah. yeah. And if, if baby Jesus was enough, then the, I guess the shepherds could have just come along and killed him right there in the manger. And we'd all been free of our sins. Right. I, I mean, the, the bigger picture, wow. he was a man. He I'm, had a beard. I'm just saying the bigger picture is the, the Christ, the Christ yep. that we could emulate, the Christ that we could learn from the Christ that, uh, you know, calls us to follow him. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, uh, I think the Jesus that we ought to truly be leading people to, but there is the alarmist mentality. You talk about the Bible, belt. I mean, it happens over here. They're going to take God away from us. They're going to take our guns away from us. And uh, we got to, we, all we have on our side is Fox News to fight back. And that's, <laughs> there really is this reactionary thing of <laughs> the public schools won't let us say the name of Jesus. They won't let us pray. We're not allowed to, you know, they're going to take under God, under, out of the, out of the Pledge of Allegiance. And, um, you know, I, I think that sometimes you just want to hold on to your Bible and hold on to your Chick-fil-A and take whatever whatever yard you can you can get because it feels like culturally we're losing ground and this is the one time a year that everybody is like on our page and it's like come to our party but don't let you know it's our birthday party but don't let the birthday boy have any cake it's like no 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 you're this is our time so what is it during the season that really helps you guys enter in i mean reflecting on the fact that god sent his son to be with us like are there any traditions or things that you guys do in your own personal lives that really help you enter into this season and keep jesus as the center of it me personally every christmas morning before i do anything i'll wake up and i'll read luke chapter 2 which is like the christmas story you know yeah. the biblical christmas story and just to and i think i i'll also juxtapose that with uh i can't remember the exact place but it's in isaiah the uh uh you'll call his name emmanuel he'll be you know the uh uh, yeah, that whole thing. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, the, everlasting Father. Some, somewhere someone's screaming, going, that's out of context. <laughs> I, know, I know that, but it, unto us a son is given. But uh, that's just what I personally do, uh, is I just make sure that I, I just wake up in the morning and I thank God for giving me another, even though it's not in the new year, but another year, mm-hmm. and uh, pray for blessings. To me, I and you you may understand this better than some Scott but vocational ministry is uh, strangles the joy out of christmas time <laughs> yes because it becomes such so much work and so much extra um, mm-hmm. we have so many extra services and decorations and programs and things um, by the time you're done checking all the things off your list you're just about sick of it Mm-hmm. And, and and I think in my life there was this balance where I, as a Christian, I learned to love Jesus way more at Christmas time, and then I became a minister, and I, it just kind of became, dear Lord, let it let it be over with. Um, mm. To me, the spot where I find the greatest clarity in that, and and really do focus on it, are the the moments when we're worshiping Him, and people mm-hmm. in our congregation come together, and it's and they're singing, and there is this corporate. Let's give our undivided attention and focus together to Jesus and not on the programs and not on the plays, not on the packages, not on all the different things. But those are the moments when everything else is kind of drowned out and and we're just like like we're at the manger, like we're knelt before the king, you know, glory to God in the highest. Yeah. What about you, Neff? What helps you enter into the season? I mean, I I like to watch the uh, 
the the movies about it. I, mean, I see a lot a lot of them um, that come on TV during that time, and some of them aren't even nativity story like movies. Like one of my favorite movies, it's not even biblically accurate. Um, the Grinch. No. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> um, and I told Mike get mad at me for set for liking this movie. Uh, I like uh, Barabbas. It's uh, it's like uh, the story of. Why would I get mad at you? I don't know. Cause, I don't know. Cause Cause is that not, a Christmas themed movie? <laughs> I don't yeah. care. But uh, like it's the whole story of like how Barabbas, the guy who um, the people picked instead of Jesus for release, how he ends up finding God through his through the his life after that situation mm. and after being a terrible person. So it's like Christian fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> and and stuff, stuff like that. Movies like that, like the old style, the old style movies. Um, they kind of, I watch a lot of those during this season and that kind of gets me, you know, in that, in that, uh, in that place where like, I, I, get, I try to get my focus where it's supposed to be, you know, uh, although a lot of times it could be difficult when you got, you know, the Rankin and Bass movies and, you know, you, the rest of my family doesn't want to watch those kind of movies. They want to watch, you know, those types of things like the, the, the stop like, motions, you know, yeah, stop motions <laughs> and, and listen to music and focus on the tree and the gifts instead but um yeah just trying to keep myself in like a biblical mindset helps a lot when i'm going into like into christmas day where it's it all comes to the nativity yeah what are you jackie mine is very similar to steven's um not growing up in a christian home there was a big focus on like the presence and the family time which like the family time is great and everything, but I do try to like make it a point to read Luke and read about the the birth of Jesus and try and like focus on that aspect of um, of the seasons, like celebrating the birth and just kind of reading more about that and meditating on it and whatnot. So, one of the big things for us, we did, we'll always do our Angel Tree or Operation Christmas Child or programs like that, where you can kind of find an opportunity to give to somebody in need. We have a, a ranch uh, here in Florida that our church sponsors and and we pour into for kids that come out of just horrible situations. But at Christmas time, we lavish them. I mean, we just want to really spoil them and, and make them feel like they're the center of the world, you know. Uh, and when we take those little cards off the tree and we get to go shopping for little kids that we know wouldn't have something otherwise. Um, that's a pretty amazing feeling. I, I, there, there's something that's been in my heart for a couple of years. I heard it on, on this podcast called the Christian nerd, uh, podcast, <laughs> uh, Ron offering us said it one time and it, and it, and it really has, it, it has really become a, a hallmark of my thought process at this time of year, especially. And that is the default position for Christians is generosity. And uh, that that every time I pass uh, somebody with the bell outside of a grocery store with the Salvation Army bucket, um, I make it a point to try to give. And, I, and anytime I see the opportunity to give to a child that doesn't have, I try to make it a point to, to do that because um, when we give, that's when we're most like Jesus. And I, I think that is is probably the most uncounterfeitable uh, trademark of, of this time of year that I think we should all try to steer into. Yeah, I mean, even that, like, I mean, generosity isn't just something for Christians at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Generosity is something we should live with all the time. Yeah. Reflecting on scripture isn't something we should just do on Christmas morning. It's something we should do all the time. Ingesting content that helps lead us to Christ isn't something we should just do at Christmas time. It's something we should do all the time. I, I think that, I mean, so much of just the whole season, like, it's, we say it's easy to get caught up in everything that happens at Christmas time. We lose sight of Jesus. Well, that's just, that's just life. 
I mean, January 1st is going to come, and it's not like it's going to be any easier to, for us to engage with Jesus. There's just going to be a lot of stuff going on. And then January 15th, and then February 1st, and then February 14th, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, it's finals. Oh, we've got another thing going on at church. Oh, life is busy at work. And so, like, my, my whole, I guess the whole point of my life and what, what I try to share on my podcast and what I try to share with my life is, like, how do we cultivate disciplines year-round that are going to keep us focused on Christ? Because if my disciplines, if the things that I'm doing that are keeping me connected to Christ— work in November, then those things are going to work in December as well. Those things are going to work in January. And I think so often we just, I don't know, we just lose sight of that in December. We think, oh, we really have to keep Jesus at the center of it. Well, we should do our best to keep Jesus at the center of it regardless, Mm -hmm. any time of year, because it's kind of the best way, best way to live our lives. And so looking at Christmas and presents and and all this stuff that's around that, if we kind of strip it away, it really just come down to the fact that God gave his son to us that, you know, Stephen can quote Isaiah out of context. It's not out of context. You're good, Stephen. <laughs> I'm just teasing him. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that, you know, this weekend we were singing about, we, you know, sang a bunch of songs that talked about Emmanuel and God being with us. We lit the hope candle, our Advent wreath, the hope that Jesus is going to be with us again, that he will return and, and set everything right. Um, so just looking, I don't know, maybe not the past year because that's a long time, but maybe just recently What's a gift that, that God has given you that just kind of sort of has sort of left you in awe? Because, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's passed, but a lot of times God blesses us so much and we don't really even pause to recognize it. So as we are buying presents and thinking about getting gifts for other people and receiving gifts ourselves, what's one gift that, that God's given to you recently that if you were really just to sit back and think about it, your mind would be blown because God has been so good to you? I think mine is surviving a car crash. <laughs> Amen. Uh, it was a nasty car crash. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the it was ugly. Left. Tony, yeah. Tony came out there eventually. He took me to Wawa. I did. <laughs> Want to make sure you're okay, buddy. I was fine. I was shaking up. I'm okay though. If you were driving a tiny little car, though, you'd you'd have been lopped in half. Yeah, because it was lifted at 150. Two Stevens. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> no. I found Steven. <laughs> I also found Steven. (laughs) Decapitation humor. Mm. I'm not laughing at that. No, I bet you're not. (laughs) We had a funeral for a bird. (laughs) Thank you. I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. Thank you. I'm pretty sure that's not real. You're not real. (laughs) You're not real, man. What are you guys talking about? (laughs) The office. The office. You should. What are you thankful for, Neff? What's a gift that God's given to you recently? Um, He's given me a couple this year. Uh... Earlier this year, I got laid off from my job at Auto Plus, and God blessed me by helping me make a smooth transition uh, from there to Pep Boys, which I was that was a huge blessing because I thought for because they literally laid it on that I was going to be laid off, um, and then also my uh, my truck died this this year, RIP, <laughs> and um, I uh, I was blessed enough to find a car that I got for a decent price and I can uh, afford the payments uh, mm-hmm. for the financing bills and credit. Ooh. Ooh. I say Andy looks like a pimp because it's champagne color Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> and he you also can't wears even, a hat. You can't even say champagne color Avalon without feeling like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it the champipple. That doesn't sound good. That sounds awful. The champagne and ripple like Fred, Sa- Fred Sanford used to drink or Fred Savage. <laughs> on that Wonder Years Sanford and Son crossover. I champagne ripple. 
<laughs> wow. What about you, Tony? What are you thankful for? Uh, what gift has God given you this year? There's, you know, actually, it's it's it, interestingly because you're asking this. Um, there's been some things that I've been kind of going through or moving towards in my life that you and I have even talked about kind of privately, and um, God has brought a great amount of clarity and confidence in some pretty major steps uh, for me personally, and uh, some things that I, I had. There was a lot of nebulous. Uh, what's going to happen or what could happen or everything could go wrong. And um, just God brought a lot of personal confidence and, and reassurance, um, not only with just his, his presence, but also with moving some things around and opening some doors and illuminating some paths for me, um, which was a tremendous answer to prayer. And uh, I don't take that lightly. I don't take that for granted. That, mm-hmm. That's been a real big uh, blessing and miracle for me and my family. Yeah, no, I, I remember those conversations like, it seems like a small gap, but it's such a huge thing it to is. go from not having any clarity to having somewhat of a lumen to path, yeah. even though you don't know exactly what hold it holds. But but yeah, that's that is a great gift. Mm-hmm. What about you, Miss Freaking Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's mine's actually fairly recent. Um, as as I've mentioned before earlier, when you were doing introductions, I'm really busy with school and stuff, taking eight classes, uh, working, doing ministry, and all that stuff. Um, it's been a lot on my plate and um tony just recently took something off of my plate which i'm very very thankful for he has no idea how um thankful i am for that and how much that helped me i love you girl i love you too you're not Um, taking four classes (laughs) i'll do them for you (laughs) but um you're out of the podcast (laughs) another one buys Um, the dust but i I recently (laughs) where is least money by the way she never Probably showed up. College okay. stuff. I assume college. I know, I'm just. I'm like. Probably. I think I'm in her seat. <laughs> you are. That's her. Microphone. I'm in your seat right now. So <laughs> it's all weird. I see how it is. Um, I just Scott's in his seat. But um, no. Start starting this past Saturday. I started having some uh, some problems breathing deeply enough. Like I did, I was basically like starving for oxygen, and um, while I may not have like mentally or like emotionally felt the stress of like everything going on, my body was like, hey. You're taking on too much. Wow. And uh, yesterday, driving home from class, usually when the breathing thing would happen, it would be like at nighttime when I'd be trying to sleep. And I'd be like, crap, I can't take a deep enough breath. Like, I just want to go to sleep, man. Uh, yesterday, um, starting at 1 o'clock, basically till the end of the day, I just could not breathe deeply enough. And then driving home from class, I started to feel a tingling sensation on the left side of my face, which is super fun. Um, so I had called my mom and I was like, Hey, so, um, what, uh, what does our health insurance cover? (laughs) Like, can I go to the hospital? Is that like a thing to where I can walk out without like a big bill or whatever? So I got home and we called the insurance and found out that my insurance sucks. So, um, I was like, so I was, um, I was like, okay, well, you know what, if this is stress, then I, I need to deal with this. I need to, to figure out a way to like tell my body to not be stressed even though I don't feel stressed um and was able was able to um to kind of deal and pray and and do that to where like today I could breathe a lot better um to where right now I'm not struggling for breath I'm not like out of breath while trying to talk which is awesome because like this whole past week has been really difficult for me to like talk because it's like breathing um so that's like a really nice gift is my breath (laughs) really thankful for that um, How's your face? Not tingly, which is awesome. <laughs> Did you look up your symptoms on WebMD? I 
apparently made that mistake she, of doing that. She had a that. stroke <laughs> and she has AIDS. Like, oh. oh, I was like, I could be having a stroke right now. That's cool. I could have lung cancer. That's also cool. Wow, Jackie, that's great that you can breathe. Yeah. But also, you need to pay better attention to your body. I mean, I guess. You I need but like, to pause. But, like, see, the thing is, is I wasn't feeling stressed, like, emotionally or mentally. I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like, I know I'm doing a lot, but, like, one step at a time, I'm going to do this. God's got it. It's fine. And then my body's like, screw you. <laughs> So. Jackie, I need you to you stay alive. You need to alive. take a nap, Jackie. <laughs> I need you to stay alive and stay healthy. I'll be fine take after nap, this week. Jackie. <laughs> I'll be fine after this week. Take a nappy, Jackie. Listen, if you ever need to come and just like crash in my guest room one afternoon, I'll I'll let you in the house and you could just take and that way no sisters, no mom, no like whatever, and just like your own private little hideaway. It's a comfy bed. I need a dog. That's what I need. Yeah, an- another thing to worry about keeping alive? <laughs> no, but it would re- repay me with Jackie, cuddles. Jackie, focus on keeping yourself alive. Don't but worry about the dog. dog. If you die, who's going to take care of the dog? It'll Listen, eat her. No, the dog it will love me It'll eat you. forever. But I'm fine, Seriously, guys, just take, so you know. Take a nap. Maybe. Take a nap. We'll see. Lots of nap. Just put your head down right for, now. Take a nap right for here. Me, the, yeah, just right there, Jackie. It's okay. <laughs> Tony, will, Tony will start talking. I'll start talking. One of us will start talking. It's a perfect time to take a nap. <laughs> One of the one of the best gifts that we've gotten this year is last year. I shared a lot on on my show, and I, I think I shared with Tony. Just school is really hard for Alicia, my wife. She's a school mm. teacher, and it was her second year, so we thought it would be better, but it got significantly worse because mm. her students were terrible. Oh. And so, because of some changes in the department, like they basically gave her all of the worst students because she was one of the newest teachers, which oh, is their genius. No. Let's give all the best <gasps> students and all the teachers have the most experience and give all the worst teachers the ones who've only been here for a year or two. But they figured that out, and now our lives are so much better. Like last year, it was just my face wasn't tingling, but there was just stress. Like <laughs> Alicia there was, was stress, which caused me to be stressed out and mm-hmm. create tension in our marriage and our home. And just this year, I mean, there's just none of that. I mean, it's just nothing's changed. Like we're all doing the same things, and I'm doing her laundry and doing dishes and and doing more everything. But it's just. But she's so much happier, so I'm Aww. so much happier. And Tony, That's you can be like, like if your wife is stressed, it stresses you out, and it creates <laughs> tension in the marriage. Like nobody's doing anything, no, it's but it just news. creates tension in households. And, and so it's been good because I've been a little more stressed this year with my job and just added responsibilities. I've shared those with Tony, and so it's it's good when both people aren't a stressed out mess at the same time because it makes things so much better. For sure. So, I mean, really, when we think about it, God has given us so many gifts. I mean, the best gift he gave us is his son, Jesus Christ, who we celebrate during the season, who we sing songs about at the mm-hmm. mall, and we can invite people to church and celebrate and say, this is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have songs about him. You know these songs. Come to church. Let me share what he means to me. And those are all great, great things. And, and we really can't lose sight of the fact, though, that, that God sent his son to be with us. And if we can't remember that gift, then we're going to lose sight of all the other gifts that he gives us as well. So I just encourage you guys, I encourage myself, I encourage mm-hmm. everybody listening. What are the gifts that God's given you? What are the gifts that God has given you? What's the gift that God has given you in his son, Jesus Christ? And what's it mean that we can have a relationship with him, that he can save us from our sins, that he can give us eternal life that begins now and carries on into eternity. And that's what we get to celebrate at Christmas. And if we also have some eggnog and eat some cookies and watch Die Hard, <laughs> that is totally fine, too, because we can celebrate the season with Jesus at the center, and we can also do all the fun Christmas stuff that we love because those are not mutually exclusive unless your Christmas celebrations include 
sin. I mean, if you're like, my family goes to a strip club. All right, well, that's not Christmassy. You can't do that. Your whole but, family? I know. That's got to be weird really for bad. grandma. <laughs> but, but, what if, what, but what if your favorite dancer's name is Ginger Snap? I mean, that seems Christmassy, right? Gosh, no. She's a redhead. What, what does Santa Claus say? Oh, <laughs> oh no. He says, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Exactly. So enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy celebrating Jesus. Keep him in the fair life all the time. And if you keep him in the fair life all the time, then guess what? You can have fun at Christmas time and you don't have to worry about people saying happy holidays. Because right. it's okay. Mm-hmm. Even if I think st- that's about it for e- this episode of the Nerd Godcast. <laughs> so even, even if Starbucks hates Jesus. Which they don't. They're fine. I was there all day today. I didn't burn them once. <laughs> so that's it for this episode. Uh, I'm going to say the Christian Nerd Podcast. <laughs> that's, not it. that's it for this episode of the Nerd of Godcast. I believe Stephen has some announcements for our next episode. Oh, yeah. I forgot. But Tony's here, so Tony can do it. I, I'd be glad to do that for you, Thank Stephen, you. since you forgot. Next week, we're going to be talking <laughs> uh, talking some television shows, yeah. what, what we binge, what we recommend, what we've been meaning to watch, but we British haven't quite show, gotten... British Bacon Show, British Bacon Show. Listen British to me. Show, I was yes. I'm screaming along with your episode from, uh, I guess, Friday. I didn't hear it. Did you put out a new episode on Monday? No. No, I, I worked until like mid Okay, so I was, listen- I was listening to your episode from Friday, and you're talking about British Baking Show, and I'm screaming along with you. I'm like, there's six seasons. There's six seasons, and this is, and I'm like talking back and forth. The, I, I started watching that show because I had a kid come over to my house, and she was having some kind of traumatic moment, and I just wanted to put something on that would kind of calm her down. So I went for like the most emotionally like soothing show I could oh, think of. So I put it's that on, show. and then she left my house, and I'm like, well, I have to finish watching the episode. And here, and like, I'm three seasons in now, and I'm like, this is just the, my wife and I are watching. We're, we're like screaming back. Tonight, we had a piece of cake at our Christmas party, and we're looking at each other. We're like, well, it's a bit stodgy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the chocolate. That's what, Alicia, that, that's what Alicia says everything is now. Like, I give her a kiss. I'm like, oh, that's a bit stodgy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, chocolate's, the chocolate's coming through, but that's about all. I'm not, I'm not tasting the orange at all. <laughs> you can do better oh, than no, this. Oh, no, so I. I didn't because I didn't have an episode of Monday to share this. We found a season that we hadn't watched. Oh, okay. We were we were wa- we were watching like the Christmas special, and they're like have two people. I'm like, we've never seen these people. I'm like they're from season four, so we went back, and they have a whole new season that we've never seen before. That's oh, wonderful. Nice. Amazing. Did that you watch? My Christmas. They have like three. There's the Christmas ones, and there's regular ones, and then they have like the origins ones, like the beginning. Have you no, watched have that one? one? I've watched the beginning oh. ones. Yeah. Great show. Such, such a satisfying and soothing and wonderful show. So we're going to talk about that, amongst other things, next week on our, our TV. No, it's just going to be the British Baking Show. It's just going to be British Baking Show. Please watch this show, you guys. It's wonderful. And and all the great things on Hulu and Netflix and Network TV, if you still have that, and the CBS Direct thing and all the other streaming services they're going to expect us to pay for. So uh, we want to get around. While we are here, I got excited. I threw my fist up in the air because I just got an email that we have a new Patreon sponsor. Hey. So while we're just sitting here talking, I just want to give a shout out to my friend Zach, who is our new Patreon sponsor. Right. You have Thanks, the. An he knew instant- I was hosting tonight. That's why. That's why. Do good. you know who Zach is? No, I had no idea. I was going to say, man. Then thank you, Scott Higa, for bringing the bringing the cash with you. Uh, thanks so much, Zach, and thanks to all of our Patreon sponsors. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to be a part of helping us to uh, reach all of the the nerd culture and the geek community from the GameStops to the comic shops, uh, then you can visit us on patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. You can check out how you can be a financial backer of all the things that we're doing here, not only the podcast, but also videos, daily devotions, and uh, outreaches, events to churches, and comic conventions. Uh, this is just our way 
to reach what we consider is an unreached people group, and that is the, the nerd community, the geek community, the gamers uh, that are out there that very few people know how to bring Christ to them in a language that they can speak and understand. So that's, that's what we do. That's what the Christian nerd does. There's a, a slew of other... No, I, I don't do it as well. And let me just say, I love this podcast. I love Tony. I love Jackie. I love Neff. I love Steven. I love Nick. I love Lisa Mighty, even though she's not here. I so I I I, I I'm a Patreon. So I give not because Tony said if you give, we'll let you host the show. <laughs> but because I maybe that should be like that's the highest level. Yeah, the highest level. You get to host an episode. Hundred dollar a week episode. Not out of grudging or necessity, but out of a joyful heart. Thank you. Yeah, but I but I would say that. I, I really love the show. I love what you guys do. You're much more ministry-focused and minded than I am, and that's great. We're, we're doing what we do, but I, I believe in you guys. I believe in your ministry, and so I, I listen every two weeks. I get to listen early if I want because I'm a Patreon sponsor. A great reason to be a Patreon sponsor. Yes. I get to listen to much content because I'm a Patreon sponsor, so I, I love you guys. We love you too, man, and, and, and that's why and that's why I support you. And likewise, uh, you, your show is a great encouragement to me. I mean, I, I I quote it all the time. I talk back to you while I'm listening. Um, I really, even though I know you and I've talked to you kind of over the phone and you know uh, Skype and stuff like that. When I'm listening to your show, I feel like we're just kind of hanging out and having a conversation, which is um, I think the perfect way for a podcast to to engage a listener. So thank you for inviting me to to coffee every week when I sit down and listen to the Christian Nerd. Let us know how people can can track with you and follow you on. Online. I shared it earlier, but I'll share it again because I've been asked so nicely. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott Higa or at Christian Nerd or Nerd, or just go to my website, thechristiannerd.com, and everything is there. You can subscribe to my show. As I've always said, it's twice it's it's a quarter as long and not even that much. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You, it's way shorter, but you, not as good. You like us half as much as we deserve, but twice as much as you. Uh, basically, that's that's what it is. Good job, Bilbo. So it's shorter. <laughs> And not as good. So at least you're not listening to something that's longer and not as good. Well, Scott Higa, H-I-G-A-S-C-O-T-T-H-I-G-A. Follow him online. Uh, We're at the end of our our journey tonight. So our host for the night, our first like actual outside guest host, and man, a tremendous honor to have you with us, man. I hope that um, I I hope that that you know it's not easy for me to hand over the reins, um, control freak that I I am. So uh, I did not cancel tonight's episode. I turned it over to somebody who I I count as a friend, I trust and respect very very much. Uh, So at the end of this night. That's you... all gonna. That's all going away once you listen to. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So if, if if you can hear this, you know that I was at least marginally pleased with everything that happened. I'm sure it was great, man. Uh, will you will you uh, send us out tonight? I will. So for Stephen Salisbury, adios. Merry big Christmas. Man, Quentin. Goodbye. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Nicholas Waldorf Stadler. <laughs> Goodbye. And Z Man, the legend, Tony Talavera. Moga Kapike. My name's Scott Higa. I am the Christian Nerd. This has been the Nerd Godcast. And we ain't got to go home. But, but we, we can't, can't stay, stay here. here. Except I'm already at home. <laughs> I've never gotten to say the second part of that before. That Isn't was that cool. nice? Good night, everybody. All right, can you say bye? Bye.
Bye. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's adorable.